All right, this morning we're going to quickly look at the, God, at the Word of God. We've been looking at the dynamics of the life of God. And then today we are going to concentrate on interacting with the Word of Life. Interacting with the Word of Life. Now, why is it important? Eternal life has been given to us, we know, from Destiny International Conference. We have eternal life in us. And eternal life in us is meant to deal with the works of the devil. It's meant to stop the works of the devil in our lives. It's meant to stop sickness, diseases. It's meant to bring abundance to our lives. It's meant to take us to another level. It's meant actually for us to operate in the class of God. It's meant for us to operate in dominion. Just like when Adam was created. He was operating in dominion. He, he didn't understand what failure was until the fall. So as one with eternal life... We are meant to operate in that class of dominion. And we saw Jesus Christ came to model it to us. To show us what is possible as one with eternal life. And as one with this body. Jesus also was carrying this body. He was the very firstborn of the creations of God. And we are born of God as well. So Jesus has shown us. We saw Jesus speaking to the wind. Telling the wind, peace be still. And the wind heard him. We saw Jesus enter into Peter's home. And then Peter's mother-in-law was sick with fever. And just Jesus touching her. The fever disappeared. And instantly she went to go and prepare food for them. We saw Jesus touching lepers. Leprosy is transmittable. It's a communicable disease. And yet leprosy could not enter his body. But rather the leprosy disappeared. What is happening there? Life. Life of God being released. Life of God released. Because we had this understanding many, many years ago. Pastor Thor, remember, many years ago, we always speak this thing and say it in, this, in the city of Hadwekiti then, that any bacteria or virus causing disease that touches our body dies what? Instantly. Why? Because the life of God is flowing in our body. Is that understanding? The life of God is flowing in our body. There's a man of God by the name John Gillick. There was an outbreak of a disease that was just killing people, killing people, killing people. And then you have to protect yourself, just like uh, COVID, you know, something like COVID. That you have to protect yourself, protect your hands. But this man wouldn't protect his hand. John G. Lake. And he was helping people, helping people that had those diseases. But he never caught it. And his colleagues and others were so surprised. What's going on? He had a revelation of the life of God. And he told them that he knows what is happening. But any disease that touches his body dies instantly. And because the, the bacteria that causes that particular uh, breakout of disease was a bacteria that can actually be seen using a um, microscope. And he told them, okay, pour that stuff, get the foam or whatever from those people that are affected. Pour it in my hand and then watch it under the microscope. You will see the moving bacteria dying instantly. And they did it. 
They pour it, they saw the moving bacteria, but as it touched, as it touched his body, those bacteria died. There's life. There is life inside of us. And that life can flow. That life can flow. When the devil comes with his cohorts and wants to terminate your life, when you have understanding of this life, I tell people, they say it's disease that kills some people. It's not disease. It's ignorance of the life of God. When a believer dies prematurely, it's ignorance. It is not God that took the person. The devil just killed the person. They said, the Lord give it and the Lord take it. Who said that? It was not God. It was Job that said that. And it wasn't God that was speaking through Job. Job was speaking under the influence of, you know, there's a way you begin to speak nonsense when you have, when, when you have seen serious suffering. Serious suffering. When you see serious suffering, you begin to analyze, the way you begin to analyze things. And somebody has suffered poverty. The way you begin to analyze things, you'll be wondering, what's going on here? When the man has suffered, all his children have gone. What else do you want him to say? Hello? What else do you want? What do you want him? What kind of mindset about God will he have? Because he, can, he cannot, he, he cannot, he can't just come and say, I mean, and then, and begin to speak against God, so to speak, but in, in humility. But we know that what he said was not the truth. Because even in that passage, we knew who took those children. Who took them? It was the devil. It was the devil. In fact, the devil would have taken his own life too. Who gave Job the disease? Was it God? And yet, Job in some sense said, you have afflicted me. But that's not the truth. It wasn't God that afflicted him. It was the devil. Somebody will say, but the, well, God gave permission. It's because Job didn't know what was going on in the realm of the spirit. It's important you know what is going on in the realm of the spirit. If Job knew what was going on in the realm of the spirit, he would have said, God, you don't need, you don't need anything to prove my love for you. I love you. I don't have to go through this, all this one. Go, the devil should go and look for another specimen. It's not me. Not me. Why should I lose my beloved children? Because the devil wants to prove a point. But you know, this God is a wonderful God. He's a God with a big heart. That the devil still knew that he has access to God because of the access he had from Adam. The Adamic access. Because the Bible says when the sons of God were in conference, he too came. It was a conference of the sons of God. Is the devil a son of God? No. But because of what Adam did, the high treason that Adam committed gave him the authority, the access. So he came on the premise of Adam being the son of God. He came on that premise. And God didn't say, you are not supposed to be here. You are illegally here. No. He was legally there. That even after the conference, after the conference, if it's somebody that is hiding from God, amen, you know after the conference, he would, he would just go, right? You understand? He went forward. Even the real children of God are still like, ah, let's not go and disturb God. This guy came. Walked towards God. Doing everything for God to see him. See me now. Ah, oh, so you are here too. What have you been doing? Ah, I've been moving to and fro yet. <laughs> As I was moving, there is this man. I said, let me discuss this case with you. 
called Job. The, way, the reason he's serving you is because you have been blessing him. All these people that will be serving you because you are blessing them. Is that real? That's not, I know that is not real worship. Yeah, that's not the real worship. And that's why, and the devil is somehow right there because, because some people, the reason they are still coming to church, worshiping God today is because the blessing of the Lord is unbounded. Their business booming. If the business is like this, <laughs> that's when you know whether do they really love God. And that's what the devil played on. And because God is open, see, he has the rights as one with Adamic, the Adamic uh, authority. He has the right before God. And God has the right to also answer him. Say, okay, okay, no problem, but you cannot touch his life. Uh, the guy was so excited and then went to work. See, it is important as believers, you must be one that knows what is going on in the spirit realm. Hello. <laughs> because see, Jesus Christ has come, has taken all the authority and all of that. But some of us have still given the devil that authority. And then when the devil goes with that authority and make his case. Because God is a God of justice. He cannot deny it. And then some cases have been settled already in the realm of the spirit. Because the devil comes on a legal right. On a legal ground. And makes his case. He knows that God is the God of the, is the judge of the whole world. And then he comes and makes his case concerning somebody. And the reason some people are still, you know, they continue to have a particular sickness or a particular suffering is because some cases have been made based on legal ground that you have given the devil the authority over your life. And he says, no, I'm not the one. he's the one that said I should be in charge of his life now. God, you cannot deny me. I must deal with him. So if you are someone that does not know what is going on in this realm of the spirit, that the devil has made a case against you. Like Job, he didn't know. The devil finished the whole family. The devil put disease on his body. And what he was saying is that the, the Lord give it and the Lord take it. The first child died. The Lord give it and the Lord take it. The second child died. The Lord give it and the Lord take it. Ah! The devil say, very good. Continue. It's the Lord. Because that's, that's exactly what the devil, that's the position the devil wants to put you. The position of deception. That's what he wants to put you. And you say, yeah, believers. <laughs> hey. You know, this not having enough money. It's God that is punishing you. Mm. It's God. The devil said, correct. Correct. Is the, the devil knows he's the one punished, dealing with you. But he likes it when you say it is God. Because he knows as long as you keep saying it's God, you cannot fight God. Amen? Amen. Will you come and stand and say, God, stop what you are doing? No. But the moment you tune into the spirit realm, tune into God's word and discover that no, 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 this is the devil at work. You stand your ground and say no. No! Enough is enough, you devil. You devil of poverty, out of my life. Devil of sickness, out of my life. The devil, wants, the devil comes and then wants to kill you and then you are smiling with the devil. Eh? You say no. There are cases that have been settled in the realm of the spirit that through intercession and then making your own case, this thing has been turned around completely. Papa Kennedy, again of blessed memory, the case of his mother was settled already. That God even, even spoke, spoke to him, they said, forget it. He's, she's just going to She's going to come be with him. And he said, no. My mother has not enjoyed the labor of her fruit. No. 
stood before the Lord and said, no, my mother is not going now. The mother was so sick. And God said, she will die. He said, no, sir. My mother will not die. Some of us would think it was God that have determined that he was going to die. No, no, no. It's a case that has been sorted out. But he's, he made his own case before the Lord. He went to the court of heaven and then made his own case. And the Lord said, okay, no problem. Since you have brought your case, <laughs> you have won the battle. <laughs> and God sustained the life of the mother. You need to understand these things. Amen. Tell your neighbor, the devil cannot put me down. Tell your other neighbor, the devil cannot put me down. I'm the one in charge. Hallelujah. But understanding the life of God, how this life penetrates every part of your life, every part of what concerns you is very key. And one of the ways is interacting with the word of life. And the word of life is what? The word of God. So every interaction you make with the word of God, what are you doing? You are interacting with life. Tell your neighbor, every interaction you have with the word of God, you are interacting with the life of God. You know why? Because the word of God is what? The word of life. It's the word of life. And let's see the prescription that the Lord gave to us on how to interact with the word of God. In Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. You know we are still talking about the dynamics of the life of God. But today with emphasis on interacting with the word of life. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. He said, But the path of the just is as the shining light. So, so we know the pathway of the just is as what? The shining light. And then he went on to describe the way it is that shined more and more onto the perfect day. So we know God's perfect will. That it is increased. And then more increase, and then more increase. So that tells us already. And then verse 19. He said, the way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. 20. So he went on to tell us, this is how you begin to cause your path to shine. More and more to the perfect day. He said, my son, attend to my word. Come and say, attend to my word. That's the first prescription of how to interact with God's word. Attend to my word. Amplify classic. Okay, I say attend to my word still. Okay, give me NLT, NIV. Okay, good, NLT. Pay attention to what I say. Pay attention to what I say. So what is the first prescription to interacting with God's word? Pay attention. Tell your neighbor, pay attention. Pay attention. Now, this is a military word too. Attention! When you are at attention, you are not distracted. You know you are like this. <laughs> if house fly. Or mosquito. If mosquito come and is biting you, are you supposed to move? 
the thing will bite you well, well. But when you are at ease, if mosquito bites you, you are allowed to, to kill mosquito. But when you are at attention, hey, whether it's raining or whatever, let me tell you the, you know, many of you don't know the military, the way the military works. The worst case scenario is that when you are at attention, like this, and they put you at attention, and fire is burning and it's coming your way, you cannot move. Honestly, is it because we, we don't respect our military? It's because they, they came and became politicians. That's why we don't have a, a respect for our military. Military. You see an NDA student that graduated from NDA. I beg respect the person. Don't you know some of them die? They die during the training. They die. Pay attention. When they are at attention, lion is coming. They are like this. When they are at attention, you are there. It's the opportunity to, to beat a military man. You beat a military man, he won't do anything. Because he's at attention. Waiting for the next command. But the danger in the next command is that if the next command is shoot the lion, that lion is gone. <laughs> That's why it's dangerous to be around a military man at attention because if they say, deal with the civilian, you are gone. <laughs> Waiting. And that's the kind of a thing the Lord has in mind. That when the Lord is speaking to you, pay attention. No distraction. A military man, even... Even if his child, listen here, his child is in front of him, and the child is crawling to go and enter well, and he's at attention, he cannot move. He cannot move. When I say believers, they are studying the word of God, their children is coming to come and disturbing them. They say, you now, ah, ah, junior, move, move away, move away, move away. You need to give value, serious premium to the word of God. If you know that by interacting with the word of God, the life of God is flowing. We're talking about the essence of God, the very life of God. That the very life of God, if you really, really know that the very life of God is in the word of God, you won't be moving around when the word of God is being preached. No, 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 you will not. The person sitting by your side is doing like this to you, you say... Concentrate on the word. Pay attention. This is God speaking to me. This is not pastor speaking to me. This is God speaking to me. I want to get everything. You devil, don't disturb me. If you call a brother now, devil, stop it. They will go and report you to pastor. You are calling them devil. It's not you that is addressing, it's addressing the devil that is making you to disturb him from listening to God's word. Devil! You must take a military position when you are studying the word. Jesus Christ took a military position concerning his purpose in life. Who do men say I am? Apostle Peter said, that thou art Christ, the son of the living God. He said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father which is in heaven. And then he, he, he told them they should not tell people. And then from that time, he began to tell them 
what he was going to suffer. And as he was speaking to them, the same person that just flowed in the spirit received the mind of God, grabbed Jesus, and said, rebuke him. You cannot be saying that kind of negative things concerning yourself, that you are going to die. What kind of a thing is that? Ah, stop that. Jesus said, devil, get it behind me. Satan. Shouted on him. Rebuke that Satan. He knew that was the devil speaking through him. But you know what some of us will say? Hey, Peter, you don't understand what we are talking about here. There are some people who say, devil! So if you see somebody shout devil, stop that! He's not speaking to you, speaking to that devil. Hallelujah. <laughs> some people's face are changing like, huh? Is that walking in love? Yes, that's real walk in love. Hallelujah. So you pay what? Attention to the word. You can't be studying the word of God and be watching TV from where to where. What kind of a thing is that? You are reading uh, novel. Not, you're not reading the word of God. If it's five minutes you want to read the word of God, see, block everything. Lock everything up. And don't allow anybody to come around you. If you can maintain that military position for only five minutes, then do it. If you can do it for ten minutes, do it. Take that position, paying attention to God's word. And then... He says, incline thy ear unto my saying. What does incline mean? To incline. Means to bend, right? So he tells us how to hear God's word. You come with what? Humility. You come with humility and you draw closer. Because when you incline, the Lord is sitting, and then you incline your, your ear to his mouth so you can hear him. Because there are times, most times, God is whispering. So if you don't incline your ear, you won't hear him. Number two is what? Number two is what? Incline your ear unto his saying. And it means two things. You draw closer to God, right? And then you do it with what? Humility. Verse 21. Let them not depart from your eyes. God will never tell us what is not possible. Look at, look at NLT. Don't lose sight of them. You have a spiritual eyes. He said, with that spiritual eyes, keep your eyes on the word. Keep your eyes on the word. In other words, you can keep your eyes on the living word, which is Jesus Christ himself. You can keep your word, your 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 eyes on God himself. The father of the living word. And then you can keep your eyes on the word of the living one. One of the ways you can do that. You listen to the word of God because as you're listening, whatever you listen to, you, you see. You listen, as you're listening, you are creating images, pictures, Right? If they are telling you something, there's a picture you create automatically. There's an image you create automatically about those words you are receiving. Hallelujah. He said you must not let them depart from your eyes. And then he says, keep them in the midst of your heart. 
This is where meditation comes in. This is where you are, what you are considering comes in. What is it that you think about? What is it that you imagine? This is where it comes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. What are you meditating on? What do you, what do you discuss? What is it that you talk about so much? What are you considering in your heart? Verse 22 says, you know why you need to do it? Because they are life. Come on, say life. You're talking about the word of life. They are life unto those that find them. The word of God must be found. When you find something, it's because you are looking for it, right? So, the word of God is something you look for. Because it's your life. And I say, you should be excited. You are coming to church and say, Lord, I am coming for the word. When it's time for the word, you say, yes. The time for God to speak to me has come. The much-awaited time has come for God to speak to me. I'm watching out for that word, that my word from God, that word of the Lord for me. I told you earlier on, maybe last Sunday or the Sunday before, I told you there are two things you get from the word, right? Two things, revelations and... Hmm? Understand which is the knowledge of the word. Revelation, the principles, the concepts of God's word. Understanding the word and then the revelations. Revelation, those are prophetic words. Revelations are the prophetic words. The entrance of your word gives light and then what? Understanding to the simple. Their life unto those that find them, and then health to all their flesh. <laughs> I mean, this one, this one has knocked out drug completely. He said they are medicine. Look at um, Amplified Classic. I think Amplified Classic said medicine, right? Okay, healing and health. Okay, NIV. For their life to those that find them and health to a man's whole body. There's a particular uh, translation that said they are medicine to your body. Medicine to your body. They are the medicine. The word of God does not need any help from a doctor. Hallelujah. So let me tell you something. Anything that never existed in the beginning was never needed by man. It's the falling, the falling nature of man. That's why we need a own plane. <laughs> Adam didn't need a own plane. <laughs> Adam can go anywhere he wanted to go to. <laughs> All these ones, great that's happening, they are just happening. In, in new heaven, do you need a own plane? God, the Lord Jesus Christ came to restore everything. But the physical heaven will be restored. There's a time for the restoration of the physical heaven. It's still the finished work of Jesus that has given us that privilege, that has given us that hope that physical heaven will be restored back. The physical kingdom of God will be restored back. It was because Jesus died. If not, the physical kingdom of God will still not be restored if Jesus had not died. So the physical kingdom is still the future kingdom. But Jesus has already paid for it. So that's why when Jesus died, he did not restore us back to what Adam was then. This physical earth was not, was, was there, but it was irrelevant. Adam was not operating from here. Hallelujah. 
But the dimension of God that, that Jesus has brought is that we are one with the Lord. But the spiritual kingdom was restored. So a time is coming, you won't need plane. You will not need it. The Bible talks about the power, the power to come. Those that have tasted the, how did King James Version put it? I'm trying to remember. Those that have tasted the power to come. Get it out for me. I want to show you something through it. <laughs> Hebrew 6.5. Give it to me. Hebrew 6.5. Have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. Some people don't understand that, that scripture. The powers of the world to come. Which world is coming? Hello? Which world is coming after now? The physical kingdom of God. Is that this we have tasted? There, there, is, uh, there are privileges that are meant only for that physical kingdom that is to come. For example, one of those privileges that you can move from you can move. You, you don't need plane to move in that physical kingdom that will come. You know, so let's say in the, that physical kingdom, uh, your own uh, place is here in Nigeria, and then some other people are staying in the U.S. You don't need plane. You just move. Bam, you get to U.S. That's the powers of the world to come. And we've seen people experience that in the Holy Ghost. We saw it, Philip. <laughs> Philip experienced the powers to come. <laughs> it's not usual. It's not, it's not a normal thing in this realm. He was transported by the Holy Ghost. Moved. Pram. And we see people too. Transported from U.S. to China. Yes, by the Holy Ghost. Powers of the world to come. Where you don't need plane, you don't need visa. <laughs> Entered China without visa, without plane. Went interacted with brethren. After finishing, came back. Powers of the world to come. So we need to understand the way this thing works. But there are certain things that God has said. See, we can experience here. Constantly, constantly, he said, the word, the word of God said they are life unto those that are find them. And what? Health to all their flesh. He said that one, you don't have to wait till the physical kingdom come. You can enjoy it here. You can enjoy the blessing that flows from the life of God. Now, I'm not saying you should drop your medicine. Amen. I'm not saying you should drop your drug. Are you with me? But if the revelation of the light of the word of God hits you hard, and then you can hear the Holy Ghost saying, you don't need that one. If he says you don't need it, you don't need it. He says you don't need that drug, you don't need it. That's an, the end of it. Forever. You begin to fly on the wings of the word of life. You begin to live on the wings of the word of life. And then you begin to enjoy divine health all the way. Then one more thing that is very important, the Bible says in verse 23, is guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Guard your heart with what? Tell your neighbor, guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Then verse 24, he said, put away from thee a froward mouth. Don't be talking nonsense. Tell your neighbor, don't talk nonsense. Don't talk 
Don't say, you know, is this the thing I have? What do you have? What do you, what do you have? Don't say, you know, is this sickness I have? From where? Where do where, where, where did you have? Is, is sickness your heritage? You don't have sickness. You may be feeling sick, but you don't have it. Amen. It's not part of redemption package. The only things you have is what is what redemption has given you. If you want to communicate that I'm feeling something, yeah, you are feeling. It's a feeling. Amen. But you don't have it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So don't say nonsense with your mouth. Tell your neighbor, don't say nonsense with your mouth. He said, put away from thee a forward mouth and a perverse lips. Put far from thee. Let it be far from you. And something happens. Say, I am dead. From where to where? That is a forward mouth. Perverse lips. Put it away from me. Tell your neighbor, put it away. <laughs> Let only the word of life come out of you. I don't have any sickness. Oh. I don't have any disease. Hallelujah. I may feel somehow, but I don't have it. He himself took our infirmities. Carried our diseases. Very far away. If he carried it, he doesn't belong to me. He belongs, he's the one, he's holding it. Hallelujah. <laughs> that revelation turned everything around for me. Then he says, let your eyes look right on and let your eyelids look straight before you. Where, where should he be looking? Where? Straight. In other words, distraction will come. This one, this one. What was the problem that Peter had? He saw Jesus walking on the water. Hello? Listen, he saw Jesus walking on the water. Jesus was standing on the water, walking. And then he said, if it is you, Lord, bid me to come. And he said, come. And then he too started walking on the water. He was looking at Jesus, walking on the water. And then suddenly... He started looking here and there, and then saw the wind. The wind moved to another realm, another level. And then he started looking at the wind. The moment he started looking at the wind, what happened? He started drowning. The wind that blew, was it blowing only on Peter? Wasn't it blowing on Jesus? And yet Jesus was still walking on the water. If Peter had kept his eyes on Jesus, as long as Jesus is on the water, and walking, and it's not drowning, then I cannot drown. Keep your eyes straight. Tell your neighbor, keep your eyes straight. And that's why it says, in verse 20 it says, ponder the part of your feet, and let all thy ways be established. Be careful, where's your foot going to? Both spiritual foot and then physical, physical feet. Spiritual and physical. Because your physical feet will also determine where your spiritual feet is going to. If your feet is always, you are going to where they are talking nonsense, you'll be hearing what? Nonsense. Believers still going to parties. Not that they are going there as an evangelist, though. They are going there and they are, they are, they are, they are smoking things, smoking. Shasha. Have you Shasha? Eh? Shisha, oh my goodness. Lord help me. Shisha. They are smoking shisha. If I tell you that I got to know about shisha in less than two years ago, you will be amazed. You just, in fact, me say I'm amazed when they told me, I said, this thing has been there. I said, what? I said, I'm seeing it for the first time. Less than two years ago. They say, eh? Uh, pastor, you're a pastor now. So I say, you're gonna... I'm like, what? They said, they brought it from... Um, is it from Dubai or so? You know, that it's, it's back in where I'm not sure. But it's, it's not there. Shisha. And you'll be there. I was not comfortable when I saw them. I said, guys, 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 please let's buy what we need to buy and just get out of this place. And some people go and sit there and say, you know, it's not affecting me. It's not affecting me. It's affecting you. It's affecting you. 
Is either you go there as an evangelist, scatter the whole place for God. If you are not scattering the whole place for God, get out. Hello? Scatter the place for God or you do what? Get out. Tell your neighbor, scatter the place for God or you get out. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, ponder the parts of your foot, feet and let all your ways be established. And then lastly, verse 27. He said, turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove your foot from evil. It's not too late. You can remove your foot from evil. Remove it. Remove it. Tell your neighbor, remove it. All those your friends that are moving you in that wrong, tell them, say, the Lord said, remove my foot. I'm removing my foot from you guys. You people are, you are evil people. I'm removing. And so they will say, you are not serious. You will still come back. Tell them, mm, no more. I know a sister that he got to a point, intercession has been going on for her. And she said, no more. Right there, she was still staying with those, her friends, and she made up her mind that she wasn't going to know more. She wasn't going to go out with them and all of that. But because she was still staying there, even though she has determined in her mind, in her heart, she was able to pull through for a while. But before you know it, she was back going. And then at some point, they didn't know. She just disappeared and came back home. And that was the beginning of a new thing. And then now she's worshiping the Lord. She may, not know, she may not do it. She's learning and then worshiping God, giving him praise. She's growing. She may not know how to do it very well. And God is opening doors to her now. God is opening doors. When I say God is opening doors. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet this morning. I want to talk to the Lord. I give you, I just give you 60 seconds to talk to, talk, to talk to the Lord. The word of the Lord has come to you. The whole idea is you're interacting with the word of life, the very word of God. You pay attention to God's word. You incline your ear unto his saying. And then you keep your eyes on the word. You make sure they don't depart from your eyes. And then you keep them in the midst of your heart. Why? Because they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. There's someone here this morning that needs to make a decision. You need to bring your foot, your feet out of evil. You need to break your relationship with those friends. That have been leading you away. Talk to the Lord and say, Grace is released unto me now, and I break that negative friendship today. No more. In the name of Jesus. There are some people here, you've been influenced by friends, and you are playing, um, what do you call these things? Um, bets. You are playing bets. Thinking that your wealth will come through, but you're a joker. You're a joker. I, I'm not saying, see, but the Lord is speaking to me right now to you. Gonna specifically forget it. Your wealth is not coming there. In fact, it's going to eat you up. It's, not, it's going to eat you up. Completely. The Lord is saying, repent now. Repent from it. It's going to eat you up. You are just, you are just giving money to those people. It's going to eat you up. God is not a God of trial and error. If God has spoken to you that your wealth is coming through that way, then the first one you put will work. If it's not working, you know it's not from God. Just forget it. Just forget it. God is a God of principle. There's nothing like trial and error. Any, any business that is a trial and error is not from God. It's not. A try and error business, not from God. The principle must show it. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. The Lord said to tell you, stop it now. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And repent. 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 Thank you, Father. There's somebody you are depressed because of your financial situation. You're not happy because of your financial situation. The Lord said to tell you that make sure you keep the Passover today. God is giving me another word for that. But what we're going to do today after service, when you, when you sit down with your family or you're eating alone, he said it's a Passover. Hey, you're moving to the next level. In the name of, he said keep the Passover. Do it with joy. And then a new door of abundance will be opened unto you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. This is from the Lord. These words, I'm telling you, I stand before the Lord. It's from the Lord. I know, I know there's, there's a sign. There's a sign the Lord has given me now, right now, just to confirm it. Physical sign to confirm it. Please, I beg you, obey every word. The Passover, keep it. Keep the Passover. Make sure you do it. With your family, if you are staying alone, do it with yourself. And don't forget, you give thanks to the Lord, thanking God for 11 years of faithfulness over Destiny Life Christian Center, and then of his faithfulness over your life, and of his faithfulness to do everything that he has spoken concerning Destiny Life Christian Center, and he has spoken concerning your life. Thank you, Jesus. If you forget, you just go on YouTube, listen to it, listen to the instruction, follow it. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. In Jesus' precious name. The, the, the manifest presence of God is so strong. I, I, I will just declare the blessing upon you. That's all. It's so strong. I, I can feel that the, the, the manifest presence of God is so strong here. That grace is so strong. Thank you, Lord. You go forth in the power of the Holy Ghost. The hand of the Lord is strong upon you. In the name of Jesus. You're going out and you're coming in this place of the Lord. The lines are falling onto you in pleasant places. Yeah, you have a goodly heritage. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Come on, celebrate Jesus. Celebrate the King of Kings. Hallelujah. Please, you may be seated.